Hey everyone, welcome back to From the Ground Up Audio. Um, This is episode 10. And boy, has it been a long time since our last episode. Um, It's been, let's see, almost 10 months since our last episode. (laughs) And I'm going to try to explain everything that's happened in the last... 10 months. The last episode was 12-15-2017. And the current date is 9-14-2018. Um, so it's been a long time. Um, and man, has a lot of stuff happened. Um, so, I mean, I guess without further ado, I'm going to jump right into things. Um, so in the last audio, in the last audio, um, I think I was just about to move to Missouri and it was a big jump. Um, the past year in 2017, I, I spent a lot of time. Um, collecting cryptocurrency to start buying the equipment necessary in order to begin a food business. So I started collecting cryptocurrency. I had bought a camera to start collecting more video footage. The next purchase that I was looking to make um, was going to be uh, like a scale so that I can weigh and measure food um i had also started using cryptocurrency to purchase things like microphone like a microphone stand and a pop filter so that uh the audio content that i'm creating could be uh, a little bit better um so that's what had happened back in december now uh i i'm <laughs> back then i was just about to make my way to Missouri to join a food startup called the Local Food Center. Um, It's owned by a man named Omar Galal. Um, And back then, I I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. The job description um, kind of showed that I'd be wearing a lot of hats. um, And from the the three-day interview that I had, you know, it looked like there was a lot of possibility and a lot of, a lot of things needed to be done. Um, I checked out during the interview. I checked. I got a chance to check out the manufacturing that happened here, um, the hummingbird nectar. Um, I got a chance to showcase my development skills, um, like my food development skills. Um, and I had developed a banana pure, or not a banana. <laughs> I had developed an applesauce um, product at the time. Um, and yeah, so I moved to Missouri um, in the middle of January. And I'll have to tell you immediately, um, I just hit the ground running. There was so much stuff to do. Um, there's a large area 
Um, once you walk into the local food center, there was a large area. There's a front desk, an office, like two offices. Um, there's two apartments and a kitchen in between. Um, and then you walk through this large area and you get this, uh, there's this large inventory area. And then there's uh, this big food processing area. And in, in the far back of the facility, there's a loading dock. And it was just, at the time, it was a lot to take in. Just, just figuring out my surroundings, learning where everything was, um, figuring out... Uh, what rooms had what, uh, you know, items in it. Um, just getting my bearings and understanding um, the place I was in. Um, now, the, the first month, I'd say the first month, maybe two months, I spent a lot of time um, learning how to manufacture hummingbird nectar. Um, currently, the local food center. Um, the, currently, the local food center co-packs hummingbird nectar for a hummingbird nectar company called Sweet Seed, located in New York. Um, now, the first two months, I was figuring out how to how how the process worked. Um, you know, I learned the equipment. We use steam kettles. We have uh, we have fillers um, that, that have pumps attached to them and uh, we would fill them into all sorts of different bags. We have, you know, what, one, two, three, four, four different types of bags. And then there's, you know, four different types of bottles. Um, <laughs> there, there's more than that, actually. I think there's six or, or, or eight types of bottles. Um, so I spent a lot of time in the beginning just learning how manufacturing happened, um, I, learning about the products of, uh, of the manufacturing system. You know, I wanted to learn the, the sweet seed products. Um, and, then, uh, and then I had to learn um, who was purchasing these products, um, who... who I don't know. There was a lot there. Um, it turns out that, you know, Home Depot was ordering these products. Um, Ace Hardware was ordering these products. There was Central Garden and Pet was ordering these. Um, you know, I started paying attention and writing down who uh, was ordering these uh, these products. And I, I found out that, you know, really this hummingbird nectar was being um, manufactured for um, hundreds of stores across the, the, the United States um, and even um, some places in Canada. Um, so I think once I figured that out, I really figured out um, what level I was, I was playing at, if that makes sense. I really figured out... Um, you know, I, I was glad that I had my stuff together and I was determined and willing to figure out the nitty gritty details in order to um, help make things a success. Um, so I found myself um, now 
<laughs> through through learning this um through learning this uh co-packing project that the local food center has um i kind of found myself um doing a series of reoccurring tasks for um this sweet seed hummingbird manufacturing project um there were certain calculations that i had to make frequently um there were certain um certain data points that i needed to get almost weekly or sometimes daily sometimes two or three times a day um and there really wasn't like a good method to get those data points very quickly um for instance uh, immediately i just started collecting data like how many uh how many items we got per batch of product that we made that was a big that was a big one and that was one of the first things that i found out um things like uh how long it took a, a kettle to heat up <clears throat> um like how how long it took a kettle to heat up 40 gallons of water um how long it took to mix all of the ingredients how long it took to fill or empty a kettle by by filling um how long it took to uh you know we call it nitrogen flush which is fill a bag up with nitrogen. Um, uh, you know, I just started collecting all of these times in order to get an understanding of, of how the, the system works, like the heartbeat beyond, uh, behind the system. Um, you know, what, what is actually going on from, uh, you know, a, a logistics standpoint, I, I guess. Um, and then uh, once, I, once I had a grasp on the on the manufacturing and like what was going on um i started trying to figure out ways to improve those things so could i move a table from one spot to another spot in order to increase manufacturing speed um you know if i if i moved a filler from this spot to this spot would that increase uh manufacturing efficiency um and, and, you know, slowly but surely, the amount of kettles that we had per day increased. Um, the, number, the number of possible kettles a day increased from, you know, uh, maybe under five to, you know, over, over five, six, seven, eight. I mean, depending on the product. But I would say generally they all increased. Now, these could have increased because of volumes, that orders that we were seeing. Um, but I would argue that efficiency also played a part because the system, de uh, the system developed over time as orders increased. Um, so I would say maybe two months in, I had collected all of these data points um, I had figured out what uh, what calculations I needed to make, uh, you know, weekly, daily, in order to figure out things like, uh, in order to figure out, like, production scheduling. Um, and I had started, uh, the t I used the time data in order to 
um, find projections on how um, like how soon we would be able to get an order out, if that makes sense. Uh, and so by two months, um, so so by two months in, I had um, I had supervised and helped accomplish two months worth of backlogged orders. So when I had arrived in January, there were orders from November that still hadn't gone out. November, December, Jan, yeah. So there was like two or two and a half months of orders that's, that were backlogged. So by by the end of January, a lot of those were um, accomplished. We had one big, uh, we had one big shipment. Um, and then by the end of month two, we were pretty much caught up with, with, uh, those backlogged orders. And now we were catching up with, with current orders, um, orders that had to go out the next week or the, the week after that. Um, so by March, by March, we were definitely current and up to date on orders, which was pretty exciting um, because while it, it was exciting for me because, um, you know, in, in January and February, we were essentially able to... Um, we were efficient enough to take care of November, December, um, November and December's orders, um, while also keeping up with January, January and February's orders. So that was really cool. Um, and I built a, I built a cool like order system in order to help with that as well. 